Tonight, playoffs, round one, game three, Celtics, Sixers. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in L.A. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Okay, we don't have it a pregame today because we have all watched the game at this point. The final score, Celtics win. They go up in the series two games to one. They won 114 to 102. Uh, Owen, what did you think of this win, putting us up 2-1 after losing the first game at home in the series? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm hoping they go as five now, uh, and I think that's possible. <laughs> But yep. we saw, I think we saw some good things from some plays. We also saw some bad things. So, you know, we'll go in more detail later yep. on. Al, uh, Al, what's your take? Oh, I was really happy. It was a total team win, in my opinion. I thought Tatum, obviously great at the end. Brown, just some great defense, great offense. The blocks from Rob Williams. Grant Williams played great D, smart, like, was under control. Yeah. Um, and Brogdon was Wolfram had a great game. Yeah. So I just thought it was a total team win. It's great. Yeah. 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 Just a couple things just real quick. So Joel got his MVP award. He actually got it, handed it before the game. So there was an emotional moment for him. His kid was there. It was very sweet. He seems like a really good guy and I'm really happy he won the MVP award. Hopefully all of his emotion was wrapped up in that. And then game time, he was, I mean, he still had, his numbers were good. He still had a good game, but it looked to me like the Celtics went after him like right away. Smart one, hustle player of the year for the second year in a row and the third time in five years uh, yesterday. Um, and it showed in the game. I think he was a little bit inspired with that, but they went after Embiid. And I think it showed up in the last, in the latter half of the second half, where I think Embiid was super drained. And I think that they had kind of been sort of going after him all game. He was missing shots that, like, uh, me and Mom were saying while we were watching the game. He yeah. was missing some shots over Horford that he hits nine out of ten times. No, I know some of those like mid-range shots, right? Those elbow, like, like those elbow shots, he hits every time. Yeah, no, I know he was a little off. So, what were his numbers? So, Joel Embiid had thirty points last night. He shot forty-seven percent from the field and fifty percent from three, but he only took two of them, and he was eleven for twelve from the line. So, he got to the line. He shot reasonably well from the field at forty-seven percent, um, but uh, he was. I wouldn't say he was a non-factor. The non-factor, of course, was for the second game in a row, uh, James Harden. You know, um, apparently even in Philly, he's going out late night to the clubs and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he shot, he shot 21%, three for 14 from the field, two for seven from the three. He did hit a late three that made me very nervous. I thought, oh, he had a bad game, but he's going to hit some of these critical lat late game threes. Um, but it turned out, uh, not to, to be a, uh, unfounded fear. James Harden, he only ended up with 16 points. He had 11 assists though. So he was doing some distributing, but he looked hesitant in the lane in the third quarter and certainly in the first half of the third quarter he drove the lane had what would normally be a floater or an off the off the backboard shot and he was passing out did you guys see that he would pass up some open layups and they would it would work out sometimes like there would be a three he had a lot of assists he had 11 assists that's right and, Ma yeah. and maxi who di also didn't have a very good game so all those guys who were like but melton had us. a great game melton had a great game Mel who, melton who had another out to. uh yeah. Yeah, he had a good but, game. He, he shot 57% from three and 40% from the field. And Melton had 14 points, eight rebounds, uh, and he got to the line twice. So he, he I'm not sure why, game. but he really just did not want to shoot the ball. Harden. He really just seemed like he didn't want to shoot the ball and was being very hesitant and indecisive. 
And yeah. I enjoyed when he, watching him throw the ball away. Cause... We should give some credit to Jalen Brown, man. He played great defense on Harden, I thought. Just picked him mm. up full court from like the very beginning of the game. Just made him made him work. It's physical with him. So I think that I think that's a huge part. Not only he was picking him up three quarter court, just like they had uh in game two. Philly's still doing a high ball screen and they're fighting around it. And they just made they're just making life hard on him. And with the fewer days rest, I think it's all it's all now, I expect that eventually Harden's gonna have a decent game. He's gonna have a twenty point game. He's not gonna just miss every shot for the rest of the series. But I think we can weather that. We have places that we can get better. But yeah, I think I think the credit is to the Celtics defense that both and the and and Missoula's plan of how to attack them. I mean, if you heard the um, the sound up on Grant Williams where he was just saying like faster, let's play faster, guys. We 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 sloughed it off a little bit there in the quarter, and let's keep going faster. And I think that that's clearly been thrown into them by Missoula. He's speeding them up, and I think that that's wearing them down. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Brown, Brown had a great first yeah. three quarters. He was kind of carrying us because Tatum wasn't playing great. He was playing all right, but he wasn't being a superstar great. And so Brown took yep. over that role and kind of carried us through that third, through those first three quarters. Yeah, he had 21 points for the first three. Actually, you know, it turns out Tatum had 17, um, but it was more about Brown's aggression. And um, I mean, Brown has been so good in this series and so focused and such a uh, uh, inspiration, I think, to the other players on the court. It's like what Smart does as well. And Smart was obviously like super hard-nosed as well. But like, I just think that his play in a way that Jason Tatum's doesn't. Jason Tatum's is a little bit smooth. He actually did have some great defensive plays tonight, but he, he just isn't quite as engaged, I think, as Brown. Um, the one thing that, I, that made me a little bit nervous through the game is that we seemed afraid of Embiid and going at Embiid. And he was racking up blocks. I don't, I actually, I, I disagree. And that may, that, that may be true in, in certain sections, but coming in in the third quarter, it was clear. And so maybe that was happening in the second quarter. And so in response, because in the third quarter, the first <clears throat> the first three possessions, Tatum's uh, and two of Brown's, were they went right at Embiid. They actually got they got the switch onto Embiid, and then they both went right at Embiid. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that They're was part of the wearing down process. Make him not a free safety and have to play on the ball, which is probably a great I strategy. I think so. Um, and speaking of which, we had a great third quarter for the first time in like forever. Joe Mazzullo <laughs> actually made good adjustments. Well, you know what was incredible about that third quarter, I will say, and I pulled it, I printed out the actual play-by-play. There were two moments in that third quarter. Well, first of all, we started out really strong and aggressive, and then they cut it to two points, and Al hit a big three, and then they cut it down to four points, and and Brogdon hit a big three. And it's those, it's that, um, it's that seesawing of the game when if we can get a response, and we did get the response, and our guys hit the big shots, and it wasn't necessarily our stars. And the depth of this team is so crucial to the success of the team. And and it was a response quarter. Can you talk about uh, Grant Williams' best zero-point performance of his career? Yes. Uh, talk about Grant, who obviously went 0 for 4. Uh, what is it? 0 for 4? But he was an 0 for tonight. But uh, that is not that does not tell the story of Grant Williams. I am still amazed that he somehow survived being foot-stomped by Joel Embiid. I should have his skull. Yeah, I thought he died. I thought he was dead. Totally. <laughs> and he came back. He, it's like he had a bloody lip. I mean, think about if that happened to either of us, our heads would be gone. Ab- <laughs> you know, our nose definitely would be gone. Unbelievable. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't. Rec- I wouldn't recover for a month. Oh yeah. No, I'm beginning. I think that would be <laughs> over for me. But any event, it popped right up. Uh, I mean, uh, did you see like him on the sideline? They were like, you know, like. Uh, 
getting some blood yeah. off his lip, and then yeah. he came right back in. It was yeah. unbelievable. Joel Embiid, obviously it wasn't all. He is a 280-pound man. <laughs> like, that is yeah. insane. And it obviously was it was completely unintentional, but it was brutal. His sweet moment too on the mic, right when he checks back. Yeah, in. the um, uh, where he was apologizing to Grant, and Grant was telling him, "No big deal, man. It's uh, playoff basketball. Let's just move on." He played amazing defense on Embiid. His physicality, even though he gives up like five inches, mm-hmm. his physicality is great. There was one play Embiid actually scored on this play, but I thought Grant like bothered him. He poked the ball away like twice. Bottom him and Embiid eventually got it and ripped it through and got it in. Yeah, but it was still just a great defense. That's right because he swiped it and bounced it out of him. Embiid got it, but it, that was also when Embiid. So that just think about that. That was like three different efforts for Embiid to get two points, and mm. that doesn't really and Brown, doesn't show up in the stat sheet. It shows up in the stat sheet as one shot, one t- and one score, but he mm-hmm. he had to work really hard for that, and then that was Grant. I remember, and then Brown immediately went walked back down, just walked into a mid range pull up and hit it. Yeah. Yeah. So you got two points, very different amount of effort. Yeah. And I would say this, this at the end of the game, how many times have we seen the Celtics fade, right? Mm-hmm. And in this game, they were just so resilient. And, you know, the, the three by Tatum at the end, the free throws at the end. I mean, those were huge, huge sh- like and tough shots. Yeah. So it was just so encouraging to see our team play well in the last two minutes yeah the great thing about this uh this duo of brown and tatum brown tatum didn't really have it for those first three quarters brown took over and just became the superstar and then brown kind of disappeared in that fourth quarter and then tatum took over so it's like your turn my turn type of thing but like it works very well and tatum was so clutch today he had a great fourth quarter yeah um the the uh malcolm brock they were down uh, they had cut the lead to five in the fourth quarter malcolm brogdon hit a three-pointer that was huge because malcolm brogdon wasn't having a great game up until then then they cut it back to four with three and 351 to play and brogdon got the rebound al horford hit the three-pointer so it was also and then tatum hit the uh, dagger three uh with a minute and 40 to um to play and it was um everybody contributing I mean, this is why we're eight, nine yeah. deep, possibly even you could even say we were 10 deep. And that's, I just think that like this team is not the best team we've ever seen. We've talked about this on other days. Um, it is a really deep team and we can get contributions from a lot of different places. Whereas like, if you just look across the court and if, if Harden is having a bad game, it's, it's kind of over for them. And if, so if we can just like manhandle Harden and Embiid, wear them down and B can even have a good game if we can control the other guys. So this time, instead of having Melton Harris, what kind of game did Harris have today? Mediocre. Tobias Harris. Trouble. He, yeah, he only had seven points. He shot 50%, but he only had seven points. He played 25 minutes and uh, yeah, sort of a non, an in, inconsequential game. And like, like we said before, Tatum had seven points in that last game and we won by 30 because we were so deep. So this is a special team in that way. Someone, uh, someone else was asking like, oh, do you even like this team? Like, are you like super behind this team? And I love many of the players on this team, but I do know what she was saying because I feel like, you know, other times, like even the Isaiah Thomas playoff uh, teams that we had in, in early uh, with, with Cherry Rose, Scary Terry, those playoff series, like those were way more fun. And I think that, that those were like, players who were overperforming and it was just so exciting to see guys come up big whereas right now they're i think with house money yeah playing they're with playing house, house money house money so it's way more fun and they're overachieving and i think that our overall sense with this team is they're so good and if they're doing anything they're slightly underachieving like we feel like wow mm-hmm. wow 
Um, yeah, but but last night's game was a game where they like lived up to their potential. A hundred percent. You know, they got they got good games from like eight players. Yep, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for in sure. Different ways, in, and they're so be tough to beat if, when that happens. I think that's right. But to be fair, I do love guy. Love Brown. I love uh, Smart. I love uh, Brogdon. Like, there's guys I love on this team. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Can you I love Horford? I love Rob. Yeah, I can't. It, Rob, yeah, look at that. And we, oh, I think we. He hurt himself, by the way, which I'm a little nervous about. Yeah, he's got a he's got a contusion on his arm. I read about it just now, and they're you know they're saying he's fine, but we'll see because you know you never know. What was uh, the turnover disparity? Because they had Philly had some terrible turnovers. Well, that was Harden, and that was the biggest one. Is that Harden had five turnovers, so they had 13 turnovers, and we had 12 turnovers. So we had Brown had four, oh. and some of them were just like bonehead stuff, like some of that, like the yeah. dribble stuff with with Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum had four, and then uh, Marcus Smart had two. He had one, which was literally just off his own leg when he was down low, just yeah. trying to get. Oh, uh, he had an easy layup. Yeah. Yeah. But again, they won, and so and they and they won by twelve. Like they didn't just win, and this was a game three, at first game at home at the MVP's house right after he won the MVP, and uh, so I am thrilled about that. Now, once again, we have to uh, worry about a game four situation. We're up two one. Sound familiar? Maybe last year's, <laughs> maybe last year's finals, uh, and. We're going into a game where last year, obviously, Steph Curry just put the entire Golden State uh, team on his back, and he dominated us. And so it'll be very interesting to see how this team responds, having been in this situation and having fallen short. And then not only did the other team tie it up, but they ended up eventually winning up, winning that series. How they respond in this game four in Philly? Uh, That's the big question. Yeah. The big question is: Does this team have a killer instinct? Yeah. Or are they going to just let teams take games they should win games that they shouldn't and drag these series on much longer than they need to go? So that's just like it's. Can it's we just the, curb stop the Sixers? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we need to impede stomp them exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, go ahead, on. Sorry. Also, one last thing about this game, Doris Burke. Oh, forget oh, it. Oh my god, she's never said a positive thing about the Celtics in the entire life. Every oh, time and, that, oh yeah, totally. And what you know when she says like, "Oh, smart is oh, overacting again." I was like, "No, sometimes he actually mm-hmm. gets fouled." And then Brown and he, like takes hard fouls. Remember, Anthony Melton hit like a wide open three, and she was like, "Oh, Anthony Melton, what a competitor, what a shooter." And then Brown like drove his way through four guys, and then got it. They got a tough layup. And she was like, "You know, both teams are really their defensive intensity is just off the charts." Yeah. It's like you just. Just say, just say you did a good play. Just say it. I know it's awful. Just admit it. Yeah, I'm with you 100. percent All right, so um, great game, and like we just said, next game it's all about the response. And can I say one other thing, which is one thing I'm looking for? I saw the very beginning of the game that they unveiled the Liberty Bell for this game. So whenever it goes back to Boston, so not the next game, but the one after that. Boston has to respond. Like we're not, we're not going to be play second fiddle on the like revolutionary history front. <laughs> That's right. So like, I want like a Paul Revere's great 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 grandniece to like sing the national anthem. <laughs> I want Plymouth like a Plymouth Rock reenactment right in the middle of the parquet floor, <laughs> Boston Tea Party. I want something like that. We, like, we, there was no way we let this stand. I think a Boston Tea Party reenactment in it for as the halftime entertainment is essential yeah. for us to. We have to dump a bucket of tea on the Sixers. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's too good. That's too good. We're not, we're not going to concede any element of this uh, no. rivalry. I love it. No, no. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, so we uh, next game Sunday, three thirty. Uh, it's an early game, and uh, we'll see you in two days.